This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know A dirty little secret About a secret little show Sarah Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, June the 2nd. Sarah Vinny, Bryn, and A-Rod, if he jumps on, A-Loke, if he decides to jump on. Um, so Bryn, there was a question as to whether or not we were going to do a secret show today because Bryn had to go to an emergency dental appointment, which, uh, who's the guy who came up with this? There's who's a few it? people involved. There's, um, this it was a girl. Her name is Madeline. Very nice. She texted and go to my, go to our firm, our dentist's practice here. And so I, I actually called first. I called Matthew, but he's from the East Bay. Yeah, it's a long drive. A nice guy though. And then Madeline's like super nice. And so she she basically booked. She's like, we only have eight o'clock. We're closed Friday, eight o'clock today. So I get there and you know they do all these tests. Like they're tapping on my teeth and blowing cold air and x-ray they have a really cool x-ray machine where you just put your mouth there and it just goes around your head yeah oh you oh you don't have to put the things in your mouth anymore i hate those it hurts so much yeah so they did a quick x-ray and they were like well it could be this one or it could be that one uh you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna (laughs) send you to a specialist somewhere else so oh. I'm like, all right, well, uh, I guess I have no choice. But, but they the, do think that the tooth do, is the problem. They do think it's a root canal, a possible root canal. They're not sure, but the the experts, the specialists, will be able to tell because they don't do root canals at this at this. Practice. But they were able to do the X-ray, and so that uh-huh. that's done. And now you go to and now I'm waiting on a call from the other place in San Francisco. It was in San Francisco. I went all the way to San Francisco. Do you and know, back. do you have the the dentist's name? We should plug him or her. Uh, His name was uh Kenneth Wee. Very nice in Stonestown. I went there. Very cool. Very nice. There's guy. a guy who right. managed to and the and the woman that helped Madeline, did you say? Madeline, like yes. that is so, 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 so nice. Nice the, of you. Man, this is this is called the perk of this job. Yeah. Is I that mean, you can whine about something on the air and the next thing you know somebody well, comes I made sure I'll help before you. anything I was like I gave him my insurance and made sure that it, it's covered. Yeah, you're not gonna get it for free or anything. Yeah, so it's it's covered and, and uh yeah, it's fine, you know. And he did he did say what are you? So how are you easing the pain? I'm like a ton of Advil. He goes, oh well, make sure you alternate Advil, Tylenol, Advil, Tylenol. Oh, 
because you don't want to do all, you know. And I, I was like, yeah, I learned this about my kid. I didn't really apply it on myself. <laughs> I knew that for Cameron because I've learned it recently. That you're not you know? supposed to overload for someone Febrile on one. seizures is why you do that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. boy. Exactly. It's the way to get a – that's when my kid had a febrile seizure. They said, oh, you're supposed to – you know, it's uh, uh, not mitol. What the – Tylenol, Motrin, or Motrin and Tylenol, oh. and you go back and forth, and it keeps it gets the temp down, and you're able to do that almost every like two hours instead of the full six or four or whatever it is. You can keep loading on more painkillers, and, and it'll without... keep that from happening the the febrile seizure. And I found this out after she had one. I'm like, oh why doesn't pe why don't people tell you that? She was yeah. really little too. Like that yep. was early on. I, I she was terrifying. like one and a half or something like that. She was a little kid. Yeah, mm. but she turned blue in her high chair, and oh. of course I'm like, I got this. I thought she was choking, so I'm like, I got this. Don't nobody worry. <laughs> Nope. Did you do like a baby Heimlich on her? I was starting to, yes. As as I was starting to, they came storming in the door. They were like right down the street from oh, us, luckily. Oh, wow. And knew what to do. And they were like, nope, that's not this. And she came out of it sort of before they even got to her and started doing anything. It was, it was the temp came down and she got wow. color back in Jeez, her face. Jeez, oh my but God. But meanwhile... I was completely wrong. I had no idea what she, I had no idea what it was. Talk about a heart attack. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine that happening. I remember you telling us about that and I was, I mean, you're just. Yeah. She turned uh, blue in her high chair and you would only expect it's got to be food, right? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Oh my God. So, and you know, a Hamlet on a baby is different too, right? Like you don't, you don't do the regular well, you don't want to crush them. No, no, you do it. Yeah. You have to hold them by their chest and pat their back. Right. It's oh, it's very different, how? but it's also fucking do something quick. Yeah, like right, I, huh? I yeah. do think that while you're trying not to crush them, and there is a different way to perform it, I think any effort to get whatever's lodged in there out is better than going. I don't know. Yeah. At least well, for me. It's almost yeah. impossible to go out and I mean, there you're you're as you're freaking the fuck out when your kid is going through something like that. Right. I mean, I I can't imagine someone like I'm sure you'd do the wrong thing and just in an effort to do something. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad well, that uh, yeah. you got some uh, answers and you're on to the next <laughs> level. Yeah, I think so. I'm there, buddy. But it does time. it does sound like you. They're saying this looks like it could be the the issue. It does because that's the thing is it's just finding out. Like it's almost a relief to know what's wrong and to know that you now you're going down the path it's to fix it. Still not pinpointed yet, but uh, I'm going to the experts or the, the timing of it though is incredibly strange, Brandon. Yes, it is. We're coming out of a and look. I know there are people going. I don't understand why you guys look. We had a huge personal appearance, an event, a giant event. And we specifically know two people, if not more now, that have tested positive for yeah. COVID since. So we've been exposed. I tested again yesterday, too. What's that? I mean, if we, I tested again yesterday, too, to make sure it wasn't COVID. And yeah, I don't I know if it is or morning. not, but it would almost be a relief if it, were, if it were because I would know that this fucking migraine is from that. Right. You know, as opposed to like, what the fuck? Is it my tooth? I don't have any cavities. How do you, how do you get a root canal without a cavity? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. 
Why did you have a cap if you if there wasn't a cavity or some something going on with that tooth? I don't know, man. Like, you said, crack so, it or something? So I, ha- I have an implant, right? Because I did crack it on a candy one time. I ate like one of these really hard candies, and I cracked it. <gasps> and then they replaced it. They had, so your the, tooth, when you bit into something, you felt your tooth, tooth break. Yeah, in... I had two piece, I had two chunks of like hardness in my mouth, two rocks. And I'm like, oh, one of those is my tooth. I spit my tooth out, like fuck. <sighs> yeah. So they had to basically pull that tooth out. And uh, put like a screw in it, the implant, all that. Yeah, yeah. So when I called the dentist, he's, I told him about this implant. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's right here on my implant, blah, blah, blah. I get in there. I take an x-ray. And he's like, well, first of all, your implant's on the other side. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. I don't remember which side is which and what happened yeah. to what tooth. You know, I don't know. How nice that never caused you any problem. You don't even know where it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. So... I don't know. So if you're asking, like, you know, about the caps and why or what, I have no idea. They they do fillings and whatever, and I just, like, it's been years. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, <laughs> luckily, like, this, there this are people who can no, figure that out. That's yeah, hilarious. It's, it's not even on that side of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was. Well, like, I guess I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. Five years ago. Yeah. five Only five years ago? Uh-huh. I don't remember you going through that. Well, I wasn't like, I wasn't, I didn't talk about it, I guess. I just, it just happened. I went to the doctor and it fixed it. Oh, you know, goodness. Five years ago, there's a lot more personalities on the show that would share. Hard to get a word in edgewise. Hard to get yeah. A word. yeah. <laughs> no, that is true. Uh, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I, I have kind of a serious thing here. I, I and I, I'll read it um, and let you guys say what you want. It's a bad advice? It is bad advice. Okay. It's, but it's a pretty serious one. Uh, it's just, hey, radio family, I'm ready to ask something personal that Sarah said a few months ago that really stuck with me. I'm pretty sure I heard her say one of her sons is, is on the autism spectrum. If I heard incorrectly, you can disregard this email. My, my kid is, you know, I don't even, I've heard recently that you're not supposed to say on the spectrum. My kid has a, it's called like a P-O-S and, uh, or P-O something N-O-S. It's like a, it's an issue. He's got an issue. It's undiagnosable is what they said. There's. It's NOS stands for not otherwise specified or something. It's a he's not autistic, but he has big learning disabilities. And and he went to speech therapy for years like he really couldn't string words together. Um, But he was responsive and made eye contact. And so he didn't have some of, you know, the really heartbreaking stuff that comes with with autism. and again, I, I don't think spectrum is the right word to use anymore. I'm really not sure how to. I hadn't not. heard that. I'm. I. This is the first I'm hearing spectrum is not the polite. I recently reference. someone told me not to say it, and I. Wow. So and I can't even remember where I heard that. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just crazy. I think crazy is also a word you're not supposed to use. Oh boy. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. How about that? <laughs> so. <laughs> This uh, person writes in, my son was diagnosed with autism right before he turned three. He'll be four in December. And while I find him to be incredibly smart, he is still nonverbal. No words, not even mama. While I've been doing my best with the news, I still find myself breaking down once in a while, wishing he could tell me what he's thinking, wondering if he'll ever speak, fearing the challenges ahead as he gets older. My husband is taking the news very hard. He is from Central America, and I'm under the impression that autism is not commonly diagnosed in his country, if at all. Maybe they just don't have that kind of care for or they refuse to diagnose it or it's like you know there there are certain places and it's just certain people who 
you know, mental health is a stigma or, um, you know, something that might be wrong with your kid. It's like a reflection on you. It's a it's a. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a burden for that for that person as opposed to something that you can find a support community and, and help with. They don't want to talk about it. It doesn't get addressed. Um, so we've gotten the necessary support for our son, speech therapy, therapy preschool, etc. Um, the husband doesn't want to tell anyone about the son's diagnosis because he doesn't want anyone to judge our son and think that he is stupid. I will admit I've told my mom about his diagnosis because she lives near us and sees him all the time. She was She was catching on to this. Um, my husband doesn't know I told my mom because I've made her swear not to mention it around him. No one else in my family or his family know. And of course we have told his school and anytime we find it to be necessary, like when he behaves in an unexpected way around strangers and we get glances or confused looks. Anyway, I guess my question is not so much about advice, but more towards Sarah. How did you find out and ultimately cope with the challenges of having a child with autism? Um, just like so many people are inspired by Vinny's recovery from addiction, I feel that listeners may have a child or loved one with autism would be inspired to hear your story. Uh, so that's, I, I'm not, I, uh, am not, I don't have a child with autism and I, I have, they did call it a spectrum diagnosis, but I don't know if that means no one ever really wanted to come out and say it, it's an autism thing. Uh, so I, 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 can't relate but I can feel your pain it's difficult to have a child with any kind of problem um, and it's even more difficult to have someone who's embarrassed by it and feels that it's a reflection on him doesn't want the kid to, you know look that kid's gonna have plenty of challenges one of them shouldn't be the love and support of his family uh, I would I don't know it like to me this is one of those things where I actually feel like the husband needs to go talk to someone about this uh and get it through his head that this is this is what he's this is his lot in life he's got a son with autism it's not the end of the world there is incredible support for uh for all manner of diagnoses within uh within the umbrella of autism so many i mean honestly like there we we went to several groups and with and and until we found matches for 
okay, the kid, it, it works out here. It doesn't work out there. Um, so if you can't tell anyone, how are you going to get that kind of support? And to think that you have to hide it from him that you told your mother, no one's going to love him like his grandma does. I, I, I really think that your husband is the issue here, not your child who has autism. He will, he will probably, if he gets the right support, he may flourish and amaze you throughout his life. Can you, I, I missed how old the, the child is. Three, almost four. Three. Okay. So look, I don't have a child on the spectrum, whether that or not, that's the right term. I don't. We're not trying so to offend I'm, anyone. I'm speaking to you though, from someone who my child does have a health challenge. And what I would say to you um, about that is, first of all, the amount of denial we were in was profound. The amount of praying we did that it was a, cause she's got some kind of, uh, it's IBD. So it's a disease in her gut and, and her colon. We're not even sure yet exactly what, what it is, but we know it's real and it's affecting her health and she's on medicine that's helping now. But we prayed for a parasite of all the fucking things in the world. Like Something anything that be, that's curable, right. we want. If it's any one of the other things, the idea that you ha you have these hopes and dreams for your child from go. And they're, they're in you even deeper than you realize until this happens. Till something gets in the way right. that changes all the ideas and hopes and dreams you have for your kid. And it, and it changes your life too. So what I would say, I'm, I don't think he's handling it well, but I would say be patient with your husband because he's dealing with this badly, but he's, these are the, th these are, these are catastrophes inside your head. Yeah. Like I, I, it's not fair for him to say it out loud. But what he's going to say out loud is, wait a minute. So now we can't go see our kid at school do the school play. Or now we can't go and our kid won't play sports because they like these are little problems in his head that he's struggling with. I can guarantee you that yeah. it's not OK. It's something he's got to get his head around. I want to believe that the love he has for his son will win out in the end. And, and the love he has for you will win out in the end. I don't know how to get him okay with it. That may be some better help. Yeah. Maybe what he needs. Better help. I hate to come. throw an ad in right here, but there are ways that he can get some help. To, Someone to, to talk to and just talk it out. To process this. Look, we as a family, because of my kid's diagnosis, we don't get to go to restaurants. We like, and I know that sounds stupid, especially me not given one flying fuck about food. Right. But you realize just how much you do care about food when it's, we can't on late on a Saturday, just go, fuck it. Let's just go to a restaurant and be done with this. We don't need right. to cook and do dishes. No, we do. And that's minor by comparison to what a learning disability might be in that he may never be verbal. Right. That's so heartbreaking. And, and what she says about not getting to know what's going on inside him, that's heartbreaking. And mm. I get it. I mm. actually can understand that. I, I feel you. And I think you both would benefit from real help, whether that's stuff that's available for 
parents of kids with autism or stuff that's just available one-on-one like an actual counselor or therapist and your marriage might need that as time goes on too yeah it's it's so difficult it's really really hard it really is it's life-changing to get a diagnosis like that you know and and yeah, yeah. I they there's a whole thing and there's like a whole early intervention club and at at uh at at 3 and it sounds like you're doing some of that stuff now preschool and some support for for your son but support for you too is hugely important and and you're not getting that from your husband right now so you might want to look into that as well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean it's just sometimes you know there's things that in life that are just so hard to come to terms with and to you know you want to protect your kid, but also this is who he is and you don't want to, you, you, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. It's, it's really difficult to get to that point. You've got to say this is an individual and he's got his needs and that's what we're here to, to do. And we're going to get him all the support he can, but you need support too. Any, anything from Alex or, uh, or Brittany on this? Mm, no, I mean, there are a lot of things that I think uh, I struggle with and I don't have answers to, and this is a tough one. So ther- therapy is certainly something I'm actually seeking out myself for my own personal struggles. So, um, yeah, I would say that. Therapy. And everybody has struggles, you know. It's, and it's I, one of the best things you can do for yourself. Right. Well, one of the best things is to admit you don't have all the fucking answers. Like, that's mm. for sure. Like, right. being able to say, I don't know. I need and help. I need help and and someone can help you. And that's whether it's just, you know, how you deal with that within yourself, how this husband's going to deal with that within himself and get get real about what's going on, because I'm telling you, we do have hopes and dreams for our kids, whether it's my kid's going to be a soccer star or a nuclear physicist or whatever it is <laughs> that suddenly those all those hopes and dreams are dashed. And it's this is a great note it's not the most fun letter we've ever gotten by any stretch but anyone considering kids needs to consider what your life would be like if this kind of diagnosis were to come down and i know that you might say oh that's so negative i talked to christina about this very seriously because i what i was saying to her is i'm kind of ill-equipped from go already if everything's Perfect, perfect case scenario I'm still gonna be having i'm a hard still time. ill-equipped to deal if there's a real problem i don't know that i can handle it and what i can say to you is while i don't think i handle everything perfectly and i find myself mad at myself quite a bit because i after i reflect on something i go boy i really botched that one <laughs> but i'm trying and i haven't taken a drink and so it is something that you know he can get he can do this he just needs help and that's all i can offer you is hope that there's hope for your kid and there's hope for you and there's hope for your marriage and for your husband that yeah. you guys will find a way to deal it won't be the perfect dream you had but you can do this she ends on kind of a lighter note it's a little ps which is kind of funny um she says uh, I've been randomly thinking about how Human does not like horror movies, um, which is a whole thing. He refuses to see them, and Human's a, if you don't know Human, he hasn't been on the show for a few years, but he was like sort of famously idiosyncratic when it came to certain 
thing. Well, he was a movie them. reviewer that wouldn't see certain movies. That that is it. So <laughs> yep. he uh, he said it. Dawn, uh, she says it dawned on me. It may be related to the fact that he's so religious. My father-in-law. So this is the dad's the dad's dad. So Central American guy, I assume, uh, is a pastor and gets angry at me and my husband if he hears that we are watching horror movies because he sincerely believes that the devil demon or whatever evil is in the movie can actually pass through the tv to the person watching it they feel that it's a corruptive thing i wouldn't say human thinks that but i would say that's absolutely why human there's religion it's religious based that human doesn't want to see scary movies absolutely you don't think it's just that he's afraid he'll have night terrors (laughs) Well, maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know him as well as you do. You tell me. I don't really know. And we never talk about Jesus together. So, you know, what with me not believing in all that stuff. I, I remember I, he would change his credit cards if it had like three sixes yes. in a yeah. row. Or, yep. Yeah. No, I think that there's some, some truth to that being part of the problem. I also think that he's, look, this is why I think Human had a lot of value on air before he decided to not have value on air was that he got it enough to stick to some of these little quirks because they made they they he they, was interesting. They colored the picture and right. that's what we're trying to do on any given day. So I I think he got radio to an extent. No, he got it he until decided, he was done with it. Right. <laughs> and then he I was think still he showing was just, up but he just wasn't really here. Well, I'm here. I'm making appointments. I'm going to eat my breakfast. I, I don't feel like talking. Turn my mic off, but you know, I'll start my day here and move on from there. That's when and I started. Later, to get I'll post something about the day that it is the commemorative right. day of whatever, right. what have you. <laughs> Michael Martin would come in and see him laying on the floor without shoes, you know, massaging his back with the ball. Right. <laughs> Those were good. Michael days. loved that. Yeah, it's a good. Look. Well, that's the thing about whom, and you love him or you hate him. You know. <laughs> Not really a lot in between. He's not he he's not benign. He's uh he's become such a big right winger lately. Like all he wanted to talk about was politics last time he was over, and uh, and I just thought, okay, well, that's that. Like what about politics? Like about how he is a total right winger now. He's always had weird views on things. I you know the religious thing is. It's a lot. It's one thing to be religious and believe in God and you know follow whatever guidelines whatever your religion is but uh it's another thing to really sort of be judging other people and pushing your stuff on them and he used to be better at holding stuff back i think as we get older like our little our little things become bigger things and i i there, i have a lot of family who um is all they wanted to all they really can talk about cuz all they ever do is watch politics and i just thought Recently, as he as he was here, and all he wanted to talk about was politics, and I was completely not into talking about. I don't want to talk about politics anyways. It gets me riled up, and I and I have my thoughts and feelings on it, and I don't think you can change anybody's mind about it. But I, because but I have fifty other things we can talk about. Like I've got other stuff. He's not necess- He's not under you anymore. Like oh yeah. Not- oh no, I'm sure he, he doesn't he hide did, it maybe from he me. Had right. These feelings and thoughts, but didn't voice them because. Well, he, he had was- feelings about gay marriage that. I didn't like and uh, and, you know, but he didn't bring them up and uh, on the air and we didn't have discussions about him. And he's got he's complicated, dude. Mm. 
Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. So if you've never heard of Hooman, he was a guy on our show who's very complicated (laughs) and now isn't on the show anymore. And that's probably (laughs) for the best. Uh, Anyway, you see him on the regular still. I mean, I see him all the time. Yeah. Here and there. You know, him and Chris. Yeah. He's definitely. He hides nice that Chris came out to support us. It was nice. I know. And I'll tell you, I didn't want to make a thing about it. Chris Kelly is who we're talking about. Who's a big Facebook guy and. You know, I think was. he's going to be in a... politics or whatever mm-hmm. eventually. A, but... He loves talking about politics. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and he's a but he's also uh, he's a lefty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I don't know how him and Hooman get on other than I think everybody just sort of goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooman. Uh huh. Yeah. Or well, if you're, they that's talk, right. That's what's happening. That's what I think. And I, <laughs> I do Chris. think, though, and, and you've made this point before, Bryn, that, you know, Chris is likes to talk about politics and is mm-hmm. interested to hear other people's things. And so if it stays uncontentious and it mm-hmm. is what interests you, it can be an interesting conversation. Uh, I'm not equipped for that. I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I have my thoughts and I'm adamant and, and no one's going to change my mind. And so I just, and I don't want to hear He's very other people's good about right. that. I don't want to talk about it. Navigating around all the, the, yeah, he's a diplomat. You know, yeah. Well, heads. credit to him for, for like he was there with his kid. And he took time out of his day to come support us. And I was personally was like, that's awesome. Thank yes. you. Thank mm-hmm. you, Chris Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love that guy. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for today. Thank you so much. Uh, you see what I'm saying? We do some serious stuff. We do some fun stuff, some sexy stuff. Whatever your problem is, send it to us. Bryn, B-R-Y-N at RadioAlice.com. Uh, and he'll sort through them. And maybe we'll talk about your problems on the show. The end. <laughs>